Welcome back to the Buffalo Wild Wings pregame show ahead of today's series finale, a Sunday conversation with Tyler Tolvey, Embrace catcher, one of the top young catching prospects in this Atlanta Braves organization. And first off, Tyler, it's been hot. I know you're happy to kind of have a, a little bit of a day off on this Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Got a little work in before the game, so now I get to go shower, relax, and be ready if needed. Let's talk about your season so far. I know you wanted to get things started a little bit sooner than you did. Got hurt there at the end of spring training. It seems like you're really starting to kind of settle in, though. Yeah, absolutely. You know, spring training wasn't didn't go as planned, but that's part of the game. Um, got to do what God's given with you, and uh, I'm really starting to feel good at the plate, feel more comfortable behind the plate, so everything's starting to click, and I'm really excited for the rest of the first half and definitely the second half. Yesterday you had a couple of knocks. I think three of the – at bats, you hit one the opposite way. Two of your hits to, the, to that left side of the field. Big sacrifice fly as well. Is that kind of something you're trying to do is go that opposite way? Definitely. I think especially when I see left-handed pitching, um, my approach is to stay to left center because it helps me stay on the slider. Um, you know, if a pitcher goes in three times in a row, you need to the cap. But most of the time, left-handed pitchers are trying to get you to expand off the zone. So. If I can dial in, you know, the middle, middle away and not go any further, I think I succeed pretty well against them. Behind the plate, seems like uh, you're really settling in there, too. This is a heck of a pitching staff to uh, to be able to, to catch back there. So tell me about behind the plate. What's some things you're working on? Yeah, the pitching staff here is amazing. Everyone throws strikes. They all compete at a very high level. It's really fun to catch every single day. Um, you know, I'm really just trying to get to know my pitchers better so I can call better games for them. You know, I pride myself in the defensive ability because it is such an important position. So uh, I think there's something I can get better at every single day, whether it's pitch calling, whether it's receiving, you know, controlling the run game, whatever it may be, there's something I can work on every single day. With the pitch clock and the new rules that we have, everything seems to be different. And I, and I always think that catchers, I think, have had to, besides pitchers, have really had to adjust the most. What's been some things that has kind of taken maybe a little bit longer to adjust to and some things maybe you like about it? Uh, I definitely like the speed of the game. Um, it really kind of shows who does their pregame reports and who does the scouting when you have the confidence to call a pitch within five seconds and your pitcher agree. You know, being able to get on the same page very early and allowing your pitcher to come set and have time to catch their breath, control the run game, or do whatever they need to do pre-pitch, I think uh, instills confidence in the pitchers as well. So just being able to call pitches within a few seconds and call the right pitch um, and being able to allow the pitchers to have confidence in you is really important to me. You and Javier Valdez have been together for a little bit now. I, you know, I may be wrong on this, but it seems like you guys have a little bit different personality, maybe go about things a different way, but you guys provide a great blend behind the play for these guys. Yeah, I think we may have some different personalities just growing up in different places and um, being around different people growing up. But at the end of the day, we have the same goal, and it's to win games and help our pitching staff get better. And I think we both feed off each other really well and help each other out. Talk about pitching coach Bo Henning because he works with these pitchers extremely well. As a catcher, how does Bo help you out before you go out and take the field every day? Uh, mostly with game planning and pitch calling. You know, if I have any questions, he's been – unbelievably helpful um so that's been a huge help you know learning to call my own games with the pitchers and um just figuring out what pitches work best in certain counts and why guys are having success or why they may not be having success and how we can get them back to having success um so he's been really helpful this year the analytics 
I always say you got as much information as you want as a hitter facing a pitcher, as a catcher preparing to face another team's lineup. How much analytics or information do you try to download before a game? And sometimes can it be a little bit too much information? Yeah, I mean, I think you want to look at everything and definitely be open to any possible analytics that the game has. But at the end of the day, you have a report and you need to stick with it and then uh, allow your eyes to do the work. So if a guy's late on a fastball, I don't think we should speed his bat up. We should keep throwing until the hitter makes an adjustment. You know, analytics are great, but they don't always tell the whole story. So the rest of the story is usually, you know, seen by your eyes or what the game is giving you. In a league like this where there's only eight teams we only have four sets of umpires, too. So you get a chance to get to know some of these guys pretty well. What's that relationship like? Yeah, most days it's really good. Um, you know, the umpires, you definitely get to know. You get to know their zone. You get to know how they work. So as the season progresses, you can, you know, uh, pick and choose your battles with the umpires and, you know, know when to be quiet, know when to kind of tell them how you feel. So it's definitely interesting having only four sets of umpires. Now you're an owl. Kennesaw State, growing up there in the greater Atlanta area. When you were drafted by the Braves, what was that like? Oh, it was just a dream come true. You know, I grew up a Braves fan. I grew up watching the games. When Truist Park opened, I was watching games there as a fan all the way up until 21. Even when I got drafted, I was going as a fan, sitting in the, you know, the fourth deck and enjoying the games. I was there for the 21 playoffs. Um, it was a blast. So being having the opportunity to wear an A on your chest and play for the Braves every single day is truly a dream come true. Who's your favorite player? Oh, man. You know, I don't know if I have a certain favorite player. I like watching them all growing up. Watching Chipper was awesome. So it was uh, – I couldn't really give you a specific one, honestly. Was there a catcher? Doesn't have to be a Brave that you were like, man, I kind of like the way he goes about his business – behind the plate or maybe somebody you, you tried to emulate growing up you know I didn't really watch catchers growing up being that I played every single position um so I grew up just playing a little bit of everything I love playing outfield love playing third playing some second uh I definitely caught but I didn't really focus on catching or watching catching probably until I got into college um especially not until I was probably 19 or 20 years old so I know lately having Murphy with the Braves I've watched almost everything that he does and He's unbelievable back there, so anytime I can watch what he's doing or learn from him, pick his brain a little bit, I would love to, you know, be able to keep doing that. Being in spring training with the big league club, I know, has to be exciting and getting to catch some of these guys that we're, we're watching at Truist right now. Absolutely. You know, that, that was another dream come true, being able to be in that locker room and pick brains, see how big leaguers act every single day and understand what it takes to truly be a big leaguer for 162 games over the course of years. Um, it was just very eye-opening, and I'm glad that I was there just so I could learn and take it all in. Sprayberry High School. Now, I got to ask, before we talk about your career there, that school, you won the student or student athlete GPA award all four years. What was your GPA? Uh, I graduated with a 4.0. Um, you know, grades were a priority in our household growing up, and I knew if I wanted to go play college ball, I needed to have good grades. So that was just a staple in our household, and um, I'm really glad that my parents instilled that early from a young age. Did you ever have a B? Yeah, I think I did have a couple of B's in high school. What was that in? Um, honestly, I think I had one in chemistry. Um, I was really good in math, pretty good in social studies, but I think one in uh, language and then one in chemistry. All right, so the Sprayberry High School chemistry teacher that gave Tyler Tolvi a B, shame on you. 
But nonetheless, great job with your grades in high school. Then you get a chance to go to Kennesaw State. What was that recruitment like? Um, you know, it was pretty simple. I got to catch uh, a pitcher that was actually transferring to Kennesaw State when I was a sophomore, junior in high school. And I think that's how the conversation started. Uh, my uncle pitched for Kennesaw State back in 2008 to 2010 before he got drafted. So I grew up going to Stillwell Stadium watching games. I knew Sanson from a really young age just from being at the ballpark. And, you know, I got I got an offer there as a junior and I kind of knew that's where I wanted to go. So I didn't waste a lot of time and I committed really early. It was really the only offer I got to play college baseball. I had talked with a few other schools, but nothing had solidified and I'm really happy that I made that choice. What would you say to a young uh, player out there that maybe doesn't have many offers coming out of high school, how to, to keep motivated, I guess? Uh, you know, I, I mean, like I said, I had that one offer from out of high school. I talked to a few other coaches, but you know, I had a dream and I kept chasing it. And every single day there was something I could do better. Um, I didn't go to a huge school. I went to a mid-major and having the opportunity to play and get my feet underneath me, play college baseball, um, really, really helped me and obviously got me where I am today. So I think if you were a kid that only had one offer or didn't have an offer, but was only seeking one, just keep at it. And you know, any opportunity is a good opportunity as long as you make it one. This club's playing some good baseball. I know you had a game-winning hit for us about a month ago. You're starting to swing the bat well. A lot of guys starting to swing the bat well. This is the end of the first half. It seems like this team, just like your team last year in Rome under, under Tex, had a great second half, won the second half title. It seems like this team is positioned to do that. Yeah, I mean, this is a really talented team. Um, probably not the start they were looking for. I know I wasn't here, so I couldn't really speak for it myself. But uh, this team's really excited for the second half. There's a really good arms. The lineup's starting to produce day in and day out. Um, it's going to be really interesting. I'm pretty excited to be a part of it. What was your GPA at Kennesaw? Oh, man. I held hope for all three years. I think when I left college, I had somewhere around a 3-2, 3-3. Three, three, three. So I had one more year in exercise science major. And depending on where baseball was going to take me, I was probably going to try and get my master's. Tyler Tolvey. An intelligent baseball player and a heck of a hitter on this team. Bright future ahead. 22 years old from the greater Atlanta area. Tyler, thanks for taking some time on the Sunday conversation. Enjoy the day off today. Absolutely. Thank you very much.